Oh my goodness. Well, everybody, welcome to the Untitled Jeff Gluck Podcast. I am your host, Jeff Gluck. I'm sitting in the media center at Las Vegas Motor Speedway, and holy crap, the day just turned pretty crazy. Um, Kyle Busch and Joey Logano got into it after the race, and I happened to be standing right there when it happened, posted a video on YouTube, and uh, my Twitter's been blowing up for the last few hours, so um, pretty crazy stuff. I mean... I was about to run out to pit road. I assumed Brad Keselowski was going to win. I actually tweeted, Oh, it's his race to lose. And he's going to win, you know, two straight races and blah, blah, blah. And those, I was getting my, you know, tweet ready to send at the checkered flag. And then next thing you know, he's fading and I'm like, Whoa, what's going on? And then Martin Truex jr. Wins and instead. And meanwhile, Kyle Busch is spinning and I'm like, what is going on? What happened here? I have no idea. So I'm running out to pit road and I'm going to try to look for Keselowski Next thing you know, I see this yellow blur, sort of, uh, maybe not a blur, but walking out of the corner of my eye faster than I was walking toward that end of pit road. And I look behind me, it's Kyle Busch, and I thought, well, that's not the way to the care center if he just crashed. So I wonder what's going on here. So I took my phone out, and I ended up getting a, a video of him popping Joey Logano. So uh, anyway, um, there's a lot to talk about here, and I couldn't do it by myself, so I asked two veteran racing writers to help me out. They are longtime friends themselves, um, Jim Utter and Chris Knight. So I want to play you our conversation that we had about all this that went down, and I hope you will enjoy it. Okay, I'm so excited now to be joined by Chris Knight from CatchFetch.com and Jim Utter from Motorsport.com. We need two people to break down... What just happened? Like, we're all just sort of sitting here in the media center still after the Las Vegas race, and we're like, what in the world? Like, that was just such a tame race for a while, and then all of a sudden, chaos. Jim, you were you were down there with me. What did you see from your perspective? Well, the first, I was looking, uh, I was on the lookout for Keselowski because I wanted to see what the hell happened to, his, to him because I, uh, I didn't have a headset on, and I really didn't know. I didn't hear anything. And while I was standing there, I saw this commotion over towards Joey Logano's car and it looked like people's arms were like flailing up in the sky and I was like what the hell is going on over there and so I went over there and by the time I got there uh some very very stout NASCAR officials were kind of escorting Kyle away from the situation and he with blood dripping down his forehead Dude, those guys were big. Those guys were big, beefy guys. The security guys. So I was up in the press box. And so Kyle, after he crashed into the wall, he gingerly, you know, moved to the, rolled the car to the center of pit lane. And then he got out of his car. And then he just stood there for a second. And then he started, and then he saw all the cars come to pit road. Well, then he started walking back. And then we said, oh boy, this is going to be big. And that's when Jeff Gluck. That's when Jeff Gluck's video picks up. Because you happened to be there as Kyle was walking to Joey Logano's car, and then we all know what happens next. Well, I tell you what, as you guys know from experience, if you see Kyle making a beeline somewhere, and it's not like the care center, it's not away from the media where we're chasing him or something. Something's going to happen. Exactly. He didn't even give Joey an opportunity to say anything, which I think was was awesome. But Joey's like, you know, they asked Joey on TV, did you know was did you know any connected? I thought that that Kyle connected to Joey. It looked like thinking it connected too. But I will say this: I spoke to Joey immediately afterward, and he did not look any worse for wear. Uh, Clearly, from the uh, from the like uh, 
the, the, the injuries. Uh, his face didn't have marks on it. Yeah, Kyle got the worst out of this deal. I know. He got tackled from behind by the crew. So, I mean, but you know what? I mean, boys, we have a rivalry now. This is awesome. This is what this is what we needed for the sport. And you know, Joey's a guy that's not going to back down. And we all know Kyle is, you know, he's the guy that everybody loves to hate and, and, and love and, and everything. So this is a rivalry, I think, that doesn't end here. This will continue throughout. I know. We're like, we're, we've are like we been like begging for rivalries like for like the last few years. Oh, my God. And these guys all live together in the motorhome lot, and they don't do this, and their wives all get along, and maybe this could be something, you know? Well, possibly, but Joey is not the embrace the rivalry person. He's already been through this one time, and he didn't like the way it came out that yes, time. Kyle Bush is not someone that just walks away. No, no, but but Joey is one who wants to put it behind him. And, I mean, we'll have to see. I have a feeling, though, that once Kyle, like, sits back and looks at the video and how this all played, he didn't, I don't think, came out on the good end of this. Well, it's interesting because, you know, I – Kyle was walking down there long enough that he had time to think about it. It wasn't like they parked their cars next to to each other, you know? And as Chris said, who was watching from the the pit up up the press box, he actually stood there and was Getty has a photo. Getty has a photo of him him standing standing outside by his car after he got out of the So he gave us some thought. So he essentially was like, Oh man, I'm really pissed. I'm really pissed. Where's Logano? You know what? I'm gonna go punch him right in the face. You know what, Jeff? This new format. Points mean everything. Look at Harvick leading the points coming into this race today. He walks out of Las Vegas with one point, one point, and he dropped to seventh in the championship standings. So we've got all this drama now, and I'm all for it. Let's let's see what happens at Phoenix, where we know, you know, if you if you rough fenders there, it's not going to make a big difference because it's short track racing. I'm excited. Like you know, I really did not anticipate this coming from this race. For the most part, I mean, I I was almost falling asleep in the press box at one point. Honestly, in like the first segment, I was starting to get drowsy. It was rough, right? It was rough. I wasn't a happy camper with the racing, and I think I can thank Danica Patrick for doing something good for the sport today because. <laughs> 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 I have to say that did spice up the yes, ending. Yes, without Danica, we wouldn't have what we had today. But here's the thing I, I like to think about, too. Some of the biggest controversies we've had in this sport have involved Joey Logano. I go back to Denny Hamlin at Auto Club Speedway. I go back to Matt Kenseth at Martinsville Speedway. And now look at today. Okay, what should NASCAR do about this? I do not know. I really don't. Nothing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Oh, that's ridiculous. You have to do something. You have to do something, Chris. You have to do something because you can't advocate violence, okay? Second of all, there was involvement by crew people and people not involved in the incident, and they have every time addressed that. Well, he'll probably get, what, a $25,000 fine maybe? like similar to. it's a big deal. I'm just saying. It's just money. I mean, yet, in in retrospect, this this is today, what happened today does good for NASCAR. Right. I mean, he should probably get an award, honestly. But I'm. do you think that he should be suspended? No, no, no. I don't. I, no. Jim? No. I'll I, suspend I, myself if he gets suspended. <laughs> I think he should get something just to say, look, we can't have people. It's not good for people to be running around popping people. Uh, and if there were people getting involved who were not involved in the incident and just piling on i'm all for punishing those people but you know i did look i looked at we watched jeff gluck's video several times up in the press box after that and did you notice that joey logano gave his pr guy a little elbow elbow kick it was friendly fire to kyle zimmerman and poor kyle zimmerman who ran up the pit road 
uh, I found him outside the NASCAR hauler. He actually has asthma, and he didn't have an inhaler. Oh, no. I don't know. Well, I've been there, done that. <laughs> so he, he, I thought you'd appreciate that. He chased, he, he ran down to get to the scene. Yeah. Wow, that's dedication right there. I mean, he got down there fast because he was there for just about all of it. I think Bill Janet's bailed out on that. Did you see Denny Hamlin's face? Denny, when Kyle walked away, Denny didn't want anything to do with it. You have to go back and look at the video. Denny's face was priceless. He just watched all that and just was like, you know, well. He's kind of like turned around. Yeah, he's just not, well, there goes Joey doing something to somebody else. When I was yeah. sitting down uh, waiting for Kyle, and I started to see that, and somebody said, what's going on? Looks like a fight! <laughs> I mean, if you if you go back to the audio and you, and I heard it on just video, you hear Noble say, "Fight, fight, fight, fight!" I'm not be all right. I don't know if you heard it. Yeah, it's just like it's. I almost felt uh, how P- Bob Pockers and Jamie Little felt when they were at the Gordon Kozlowski yeah. thing, and you just see the oh, you know, just all this shoving going on. I, I almost got too close to it for a second there. Yeah. You know? Jeff, did you did you think that Kyle was going to do something? I had no idea what happened. Like I'm still do as I do this podcast, I have not seen the replay of what actually happened. Okay. I so I just saw that he spun out or crashed at the end. I didn't know who did it, who what was involved. So, so. you had a good well, preview. What of happened? They were catching Keselowski well, pretty quickly. Keselowski, whatever happened to his car, which they still don't know, broke. He was slowing on the track. He drifted up to the toward the wall to get out of people's way, I assume. And Kyle was sort of up there, so he he dived down and hit Joey. And on the backstretch. Right, on the backstretch. And then going into the next corner, uh, they the 22 said that the, the tire was cut. And he said he couldn't turn, and he just plowed in. He just went straight into the turn instead of turning and went right into I Kyle. Just, I just think that Joey dive-bombed going into four. I mean, he just literally, you know, he was going to do whatever he could to get to get the trap position he could, and it just looked like that he went into the corner too hot and didn't have enough room, and he came. I, look, at the end of the day, I think it was a racing incident, but – this built this sport has been built on emotions, and we had emotions that Kyle wanted to run. He hasn't run really that great this season so far, and he had, was having a top five finish take at his home track, taken away from him at his hometown well, track. And remember, and this is probably added to it, he put himself in a hole early in the race with a pit road speeding penalty, and at that point, that was the best he had been running the whole race. And who knows? Uh, I mean, he might have ended up. You know, Joey still managed to finish, what, fourth? I mean, he could have finished. Who knows what might have happened, third or second? Maybe, I don't know, contended for the win if if something else happened. But uh, even the Penske guys I were talking to were saying that he was flying on that last run. So I'm sure that added to the disappointment. Some people were disappointed about what happened, but I think it was a good thing that we needed for the sport. We needed some some drama, and I think whether you call it the stages or just racing, what happens, we got the drama we're looking for. Now it's going to be interesting to see what happens to Phoenix, and you know, will Kyle talk about it even more? I mean, his quotes were you know pretty direct. I mean, and he said that you know. Uh, Something's coming, you know, along the lines. Of, I'm paraphrasing here. Something, you know, that this he's isn't over. It. He's gonna get it. Okay, you know. But, but let's be honest, guys. All right, let's be honest. How many times has somebody said that, and the next week nothing happened? Well, and plus, it, it, it doesn't make sure, it doesn't make doesn't think it's gonna happen next week. <laughs> I mean, we we all saw what happened between Kenseth and Logano. Or but Kenseth it gets and, built up, <laughs> and then everybody ends up going, "Well, so much for that." That's true, and and I worry because I actually kind of hope they don't do this. NASCAR will always, you know, 
probably Friday at Phoenix, they're going to call both of them into the holler, talk it out, make sure they have an understanding. I'm putting that in air quotes that everything's fine. They're not going to do anything. I hope they don't do that. You know, but neither do media members need to be going up to them at Phoenix and saying, Joey, have you texted Kyle yet? Is everything okay? I don't want it to be okay. Why do we want it to be okay? It's quintessential NASCAR. <laughs> <laughs> he, he couldn't say that with a straight face. <laughs> no, it, it is it is pretty exciting. Like this is something that I think in the regular season. I'm trying to recall this happening within the last few years. We've seen it in the chase, obviously, when when tensions have been really heightened. But for for this early in the year. I mean, you just look at it. wins don't mean as much now. Kyle was pissed because he had a good points day taken away from him. You need those points. You know, Harvick, Harvick was well, the points. Particularly because of his pit road speeding penalty, he had gotten virtually nothing the first two stages. Yeah. And Harvick, you know, if not for his stage points, he wouldn't have been the championship points leader coming into this because, let's, let's face it, his finishes weren't all that great either to start this year. But but because of those stage points, I mean, at the end of the day, the team's got to wake up and realize, and I think Kyle Busch is one of those guys to realize, man, okay, I was had a, gonna, I may not have been able to win the race, but I was going to come out here with, with a decent points finish, and that was robbed of him. And so I understand his frustration and anger, and Joey, you know, Joey says it wasn't intentional, and I believe him when he says it wasn't intentional. I don't think it was intentional, just good hard race. But when you're racing Kyle Busch, you you have to know what you're going to expect if Kyle Busch, if you do Kyle Busch wrong. So Jim, we we shouldn't expect us to see any on track next. We could hope, but it probably at Phoenix, we're probably not going to see them. I, w- I would say probably not. Um, I I just it's just generally it doesn't happen for what for one for what you said, uh, guys. Don't be finding each other on the track or whatever. But to be honest. Joey, I, maybe not so much Kyle, but but first of all, Kyle's not going to want to put himself in a situation where he loses more points by getting involved in another incident, and Joey's just not the person who goes looking for that stuff, despite what some fans think. So are, are you going to be mad at me at Phoenix if I, in a press conference, say, <laughs> Kyle, did you talk to Joey this week? Am I going to get, am I gonna get a bad utter tweet for that? Uh, I won't be mad, but there may be an inappropriate tweet. Okay. <laughs> Man, I mean, because I would ask the same thing. I mean, I just, you know, you just want to, well, you just have to carefully wonder if Brittany and, and, and uh, Samantha are texting each other saying, oh, sorry about that, girl. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about it next week. You know? Yeah, I think the one thing, though, that I, I, I feel like, I don't know if this is an actual policy, but I feel like in the past, O'Donnell or whoever has said, if there's pushing and shoving, it's okay, but once there's a punch involved, or whatever, just like hockey, that's crossing the line. Well, Ambrose, Here's my question, Ambrose though. And mirrors, like Ambrose got like what was it, twenty five thousand dollars or something? Twenty five thousand dollars, yeah. a bunch of mirrors. Yeah. But here's the thing: why did Kyle Busch feel like that he needed to punch him? Because he was mad. But what? Why not a shove? I don't know. I mean, I guess it was it was punch worthy. That's how upset he was. I guess you know. I mean, I mean, look, Dale Jr. Dale Jr. for my 12 questions coming out this week, and he put it on his podcast too. His question for the, for the next interview was, who has the most punchable face in NASCAR? <laughs> now we know. Yeah, I guess it's Joe <laughs> Although he didn't seem faced by it, though, no, at all. He didn't. That's why I said he did, he did not get the worst out of that. Uh, yeah. um, you know, and again, you have to go back to the stages, not just the fact that, as I told Jeff before we started, they basically helped save this race at least in the first half, uh, entertainment 
wise, you know, because there was a lot of competition and strategy going on at the close of the segments. Um, but as you pointed out, Chris, if he had not already had gone zero and zero from stages already because of putting himself in the own hole, maybe he's not all that worked up about what happens at the end of the race. Yeah, he walked away with a what twenty second place finish. Right. I mean that's yeah. that's yeah. no nothing nothing yeah. to show from his it day. It was like he was not here today. Right. Almost. You right. know. Same thing with Harvick. Right. That was you know Harvick was critical to you know he was upset about obviously what happened but he was critical to point out about the safety team and i wrote about that too you know a little bit you know was he just venting frustration or was it something that we're gonna have to watch and i think only time will tell about that too well i i really enjoyed this conversation but i gotta let you guys go you gotta run to dinner i gotta run to the airport who knew we'd who knew we'd be here this long talking about this um as as the sun is set but um thanks for coming on hopefully we'll do it again sometime i owe jim utter a punch getting to I want to witness if there's a punch between you guys. I appreciate it, Jeff. It was my first ever podcast. Wow, is that right? First ever podcast? First ever. So I'm, I'm excited. I can't wait to listen to it because it was a lot of fun. <laughs> so I'll make Jim buy me dinner. I'll critique it later. Don't worry. Oh, I'm sure you will. You critique everything else in my life. <laughs> so yeah, um, that was that was a fun conversation. I really appreciate those guys helping me. They were um, putting off their dinner plans so that they could hang out for a little bit and, and talk about all that just happened. I'm sure the, the, the dinner would be fun with them, but I got to run to the airport. Uh, I'd love to talk more about this because there's a lot to unpack with what we just saw. And, and this is just sort of the tip of the iceberg. I want to give some thank yous though, to um, some patrons who were at the $10 or more level and they earned podcast shout outs because of that. Um, that includes Betty Kulos, Renee Angelucci, Darcy and Dave Duprest, Chris Robertson, and Justin Rector, thank you all very much for your contributions that even allowed me to be here in the first place through patreon.com. That's really awesome that you were patrons. Um, I hope that, I, I don't know that I'll be able to get more <laughs> fight videos or anything like that. That was pretty lucky timing, but um, it's fun to be at the racetrack and I will do it again next week at Phoenix International Raceway. So thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the podcast and we'll talk to you soon on the Untitled Jeff Gluck Podcast.